welcome to my world. I'm your host, Kevin Rutherford. It is Thursday, October 12th. We are here live. It's time for a free-for-all. It's going to go fast this morning, so we're opening the phone lines right now. Jump in and join us, 855-950-3835. We have an hour free-for-all here, and then we head on into rolling toe for an hour. So jump in now and get started. You can either call and talk about what you want to talk about, or I'm probably just going to talk about current events. And honestly, I'd rather not. There aren't many good things happening in current events right now. Um, There's definitely some stuff we should be paying attention to, but I'd rather talk about something else. So pick up the phone and join me. Um, I will get started, though, uh, couple things. The um, Obviously, the big thing going on in the world right now is the conflict in the Middle East. I have been hearing about this for as long as I can remember. I, I don't know when uh, this became an issue. I don't understand a lot of what goes on in the Middle East. Most Americans don't. Um, I have a basic understanding of what the issue is over there, but I, I don't really understand in detail. Um, There's a couple real problems with it this time that I can see over the past. Like I said, this has been going on for decades and and really probably much, much, much longer than that. Um, Part of the problem this time, and it seems apparent if you're trying to read news about this, between the media bias, the censorship that does happen, and we know it happens, and now AI I don't know how you can trust anything we're seeing in the news anymore. I really don't. You know, um, there's a lot of emotion behind this issue. There are a lot of crazy statements being made. But just a couple of examples of what's happened in the, the news since this event occurred over the weekend. There were reports of babies being beheaded, that there were photos of this. And then within a couple hours... There were lots of reports saying that's not confirmed, and then it was confirmed, and then, no, it's not confirmed. And then Joe Biden confirmed it and said he's seen the photos, and then CNN came out and said, no, there there is no proof. And that's not the only issue that that's happening with. What is really going on? I've seen photos that certainly look like they were more AI than real. It's always hard to tell. But now you have to doubt everything you're seeing. And I don't care how much digging or research you go do. Nothing is still clear about what the real truth is. But let's talk about what really matters in this as far as the United States goes. I I made a a post the other day, um, and it was about Scalise possibly becoming Speaker of the House, and a video that he had recorded prior. He's heavily in support of funding Ukraine. I believe he'll be just as heavily in support of funding Israel. So I posted that it looks like the bullshit will continue with the new Speaker. And I was immediately accused of supporting beheading babies because I don't want our money our arms and weapons, and our young soldiers in Israel. We don't belong there. 
we don't belong spending all this money in Ukraine. It doesn't even matter what's right in this case. We don't even need to argue about what's right or what's wrong, which we'll never really figure out anyway. That's not the issue. The issue is asking the United States to support anything right now is going, it's just like going into the food lines and the unemployment lines and asking those people to pay for your dinner or your groceries for the week. They can't help anybody. They can't even help themselves. That's where the United States is right now. I don't want to go through the whole list of crap that needs fixed in this country, like the fact that we have no southern border, and that seems to be a plan now. Our economy's in shambles, but it's not going to get any better. We have supply chain shortages. I, I could go on and on and on, and we're... 30-some trillion dollars in debt. It's going up so fast, I can't keep track of it. So why do we waste 30 seconds talking about what's right when it doesn't matter what's right or who needs help? We can't and shouldn't be helping them. When will we start focusing on our own country first? I am fine with the United States providing humanitarian relief when it can afford it. It will be at least a decade before we could ever afford that again. So we need to stop it. When it comes to wars, we are not the world's police. We should not be funding these wars, and we certainly should not be participating in these wars. But it looks like that's what's going to happen. Um like I said, I, I could talk about that all day. Um, I'd rather not. I do have some calls coming in, so I will probably get to them in just a minute. If you line up a couple more, I will. Uh, I don't want to be chicken little again. The sky's falling. Um, but I really think Americans need to be prepared. And I really mean truck drivers. You're in a special situation. The country's kind of a mess, the world's kind of a mess, and you could be 2,000 miles away from home. Do you have a plan for that? Do you have a plan on how you take care of what you need to take care of at home if this happens, if something happens? Do you have a plan to take care of yourself and get home if you need to, both owner-operators and drivers? I posted several articles this morning about trucking bankruptcies, and every one of them included details about owner-operators not being paid for a couple of weeks, not getting their escrows back, driver's fuel cards not working, no paychecks for two weeks. I posted several of those just this morning. They're not going to stop. There's nothing we can do to stop them. It needs to happen. This is the overcapacity that needs to get washed out of the industry. So we're not going to stop it. I just hope that people are prepared so that you don't suffer because of this. We see it every time we go through one of these downturns. You know, it's bad enough to lose your job and have to go home in the afternoon. But it's really bad to lose your job when you're a couple thousand miles away from home and you don't have the money to get home. We have groups that have formed in this industry to help drivers get home. That's sad. That's really sad to think there are drivers out there that can't afford to get home when this happens. The one thing you've really got to do, I'm going to talk most owner operators here right now with their authority carriers, 
you should be working with three to five good brokers, maybe up to 10 even, if you can manage that many relationships. We've always said that. that that's just a good way to do business. You should be doubling down on that, giving as much of your business to those three to five brokers as you can, but you should also be spreading it around between them and don't let anybody get too deep into you with invoices. Pay attention to this. If somebody slows down how they pay, that's a sign. You've got to manage this or you could get taken down by bankruptcies. I have seen many, many times in the past good businesses that would have survived taken down because they extend too much credit. As a business owner, when you extend credit, which is what you're doing when you pull a load and wait to get paid for it, if you do that, you need to manage that. You need to be aware of how much each broker or shipper owes you and is that changing and what is your plan if it does for some of you it may make sense to use more quick pay options yes it's going to cost you a little bit more money but it might protect you if you don't have good cash reserves right now then it might make sense now here's the crazy thing and this is just how business goes if you don't have good cash reserves right now and you have to use more quick pay options, then your bottom line is even lower. But that's what happens when you're not prepared. It's the same thing with maintenance. Right now, you should be maintaining your truck as best as you possibly can because we have supply chain shortages. We've got long lines at repair facilities and we've got work not being done right and you need to protect yourself against that as well, which means you should be spending more on preventative maintenance. The problem is, if you're not in a position to, then you will spend less and your bottom line will eventually look worse. So hopefully you've been planning for this and you've got some cash, but if you haven't and you're still in business, you need to look at what's going on around you and, and uh, create a good plan the best you can right now. Again, I, I'm going to go back to a topic because I think I forgot to uh, talk about my point. Um, what's going on in the country right now, the Israeli conflict. Um, again, the issue for me, I'm not taking a side, although you have to, I mean, I, I think any reasonable person has to know the initial attack was barbaric. If we're being told the truth, clearly they're I don't even know if I can say clearly there was an attack. Anyway, I don't know if I believe half of what I see. Yes, there was an attack. Um, do we have all the details right? I'm sure we don't. I'm sure there's a lot of misinformation flying around from everywhere. But again, my point isn't to try to figure out who's right or who's wrong and pick sides. My point is the U.S. should not be spending money on this, should not be sending anybody over there. Um, at best, at best, best we provide diplomatic support and, and and i hear all kinds of talk about oh we got to fund them we have to support them we need to send money we need to send troops wait, wait a minute what about just getting some americans out i haven't heard much talk about that i could see spending some money on that all right um one more thing i want to talk about and then i will uh, get to the calls and questions calls are light right now so jump in and join me 855 
950-3835. I've been talking about a, a lot about the whole Ozempic weight loss craze and, and craze and how crazy I think it is. I really didn't think it was going to spread far beyond the celebrities. I thought it was going to be a quick fad. It should have burned out quick. It's it's really, really a stupid idea. I can't believe any reasonable adult thinks that this is smart in any way. So I really thought it was just going to be a flash in the pan and be over with. But I am reading headlines this week that I... I I'm really shocked. I wonder if anybody takes this seriously. So I have seen headlines from multiple food companies claiming that the Ozempic craze is already hurting their snack sales and they can see it. I I was just flabbergasted when I read this. I thought, you got to be kidding me. One, it, I guess it could be true. If it is, people are a whole lot more stupid than what I thought. It would take a lot of people on Ozempic or Manjaro to see a movement in snack sales in this country. It, there would have to be a lot of people. Are there that many? Or is this just... I don't know, an attempt to to say there's nothing wrong with the economy. That's not why sales are slowing down of anything, that there's some other reason for this. The same way they gaslight us about all the health issues that have shown up all of a sudden, it can't possibly be the vax. All these heart attacks and turbo cancers and immune issues can't be the vax. It's the it's climate change. It's Equity and inclusion, it's eggs. They'll blame it on anything. So I wonder if that's just what's going on here. They don't want to admit the bad news in the economy. So they're blaming snack sales going down on Ozempic usage. All right, I'm going to get to some calls. We've got open lines. Jump in and join us. We're going to get started in Texas. Anything goes, by the way. Is a total free for all today. Have a question, a comment, a topic? Jump in, James. What's on your mind today? Hey, Kevin. It's James again. Had the digestion issues yesterday. Yes, and I did the uh, Q. Okay, good. Let's. Uh, I have it here in front of me too. Thank you, Angie. Oh boy, there's a little bit of a change there, isn't there? Yeah. Big time. Yeah. So, uh, clearly digestion has gotten much worse in the last year. Um, It's primarily been being driven by upper GI issues, which is exactly what you were describing to us yesterday. So this, this verifies it. But I'm actually thinking I kind of see a reason that we weren't even touching on yesterday. Uh, I I don't want you to answer this question too quickly. I want you to think about it. Um, What do you feel like has happened to your stress levels in the last year? Oh, I mean, I've probably got as much stress as anybody else, you know, day to day. So so definitely uh, the, the typical stuff, all the stuff I've just talked about, the stuff I talk about every day, the, you, the country's, you know, in a weird place, the economy doesn't look good. 
Um, so we all have that stress. And trust me, that's enough. We see stress really impacting people's health right now more than I ever have. But I always want to ask somebody in the last year, has there been something specific to you? Uh, a lot of times we see a very specific event um, trip the stress reaction, and then it's very difficult to get out of it. So, you know, it, it could be really big stuff, losing a job, a contract, divorce, a death in the family or someone you're close to, uh, anything like that that's more specific to you and not just the big general stuff we talk about. Anything like that? No, not this year. Okay. I mean, and not no, there has it. I, I can tell you, I haven't eaten since eight thirty yesterday. My stomach does feel better today, but I still have the, the uh, heartburn going on. But if my stomach feels better today than it has in weeks. Uh, okay, so what that tells us then is that any food is irritating it at this point. I mean, your digestion needs help, and, and one of the ways we can help our digestion is by giving it a break, fasting more often, fasting longer. Um, giving the digestion a break when we can. And, and it sounds like it gives you some relief from some symptoms as well. Uh, so I would continue to do that. The thing that jumped up that really um, kind of points towards stress is the high pituitary reading. In fact, it's your highest. It's even higher than the upper GI. Um, pituitary, your adrenals up pretty high. Uh, thyroid is higher than it was. Those are all the, the organs uh, that control our stress hormones. So when we see those numbers go up, we have to ask why. And the most likely reason is stress. Stress can come in lots of forms, though. A, a poor diet will cause stress. I, I don't see that with you. You don't have a poor diet that would cause stress. We can rule that one out. The typical stresses that we just talked about uh, the life stresses that we all face, then the more specific, you know, stresses each person might have. The, uh, we could have just uh, some sort of an infection. Um, we could have some dysbiosis, which you might have that causes our stress levels to go up. Um, but when they do, stress and digestion are very, very closely tied. Poor digestion can cause stress, stress can cause poor digestion, and it can be a vicious circle. So I would approach this two ways. One, we are going to work on the physical digestion itself, um, and that's primarily with supplementation and diet. And then we need to work on the stress directly by building your stress resilience with the stress protocol and trying to minimize stress and avoid it when possible. Just avoiding it is never a, a good strategy. It doesn't work. We have to build the resilience and then avoid it when we can, which means, you know, take more time to be mindful, maybe start a meditation practice if you've never done that. It's not that big of a deal. It's simple. Get a good app. Um, there are apps that can just, even if it's not true meditation, it's just calming sounds or, or noises. Uh, there's actually an app on the market called Calm. That's pretty good for that. Um, so when you can try to get out of stress, uh, try to get outside and, and walk more, try not to think about all the stuff that's going on. Um, and then the stress protocol itself. Have you heard me talk about the stress protocol? 
Oh, yeah, I've done several of them. Okay, I don't have the blanket, but everything else I've, I've done before, not all the time. I, I kind of got out of the habit of it, you know, how that kind of stuff goes. Yeah, you know, that's, that's one of those things. And I, I think I kind of figured out why I'm never as consistent with this as I am with the diet. If I screw up on my diet, I know it immediately, usually within 24 hours. It's a painful lesson. Um, when I stop doing my stress protocol, there's no immediate downside. I, I don't feel bad if I don't do it for a week or two weeks. It's, it's three weeks in a month that you start to notice again that you're, the stress is building up and piling up and it's affecting more. And um, so I think that's why it's easier to, to get lazy about the stress protocol. We don't get an immediate response or a lesson. Uh, so clearly for you right now, you are seeing the results of not doing the stress protocol. That That's part of what's happening here. Makes sense to me. I did feel better when I did it, and, and I was exercising more. And, but yeah. I have a physical job. I unload, I unload the trailer. That's what made all the noise yesterday when I was talking <laughs> okay. to you. I apologize. <laughs> no, that. You no, should have no. just told me, hey, man. You, you know, you but, know here, here's the thing that happens. Um, Sometimes I forget we're on a talk show and there are tens of thousands of people listening. I feel like it's just you and I or whoever I'm talking to and I'm focused. And if that noise isn't distracting me, then I don't pay attention to it. So when somebody said, hey, we couldn't hear, we couldn't understand. I'm like, well, I could understand. So I just kept going. So remind me again, where are you on any kind of digestive supplements? Are you taking anything? Do you have anything right now? Uh, I had had part of a uh, digesting kit from right when I first started that I had taken. And I took a few, but I ordered the Autrod pill yesterday from your store. Okay, so good. should I just go ahead and start taking that when I get it? Yes. Uh, let me, I want to go check something else right now. Uh, and I know you just ordered. Um, it may make sense for you to order again. Um, I want to go check something real quick. Um, so you've got the Atron Teal. I would absolutely start that because I do believe there is SIBO going on. I also believe we've got stomach acid issues again. So I think I would probably have you do the PPI kit and the PPI protocol along with the... <laughs> Um, Atron Teal, because the, the, the biggest issues we're dealing with your, in your digestion are all way up high. So the SIBO is up high in the digestive system. The Atron Teal is going to address that. The PPI kit and protocol um, is going to start working on the stomach acid issue again because that's coming back. Now, that, that is stress-related. When we are in stress our body shuts down digestion. And the first thing it shuts down is stomach acid production. You already have a history of low and poor stomach acid. When you're in stress and your body says, hey, look, we, we, we really can't be digesting stuff right now. We need all the energy we can get. It shuts down that stomach acid production and that's what we're seeing. So uh, the stress protocol, um, I would try to do it at least three times a week. Uh, I probably okay. wouldn't do it more than four times a week. We can actually overdo this. So three to four times a week would be ideal. Uh, it's, 
it's harder to make sure you get three. It's easy to make sure you don't do five, right? So that shouldn't be a problem. Uh, but just don't overdo it. Do you have a Garmin watch? Yes, I do. Um, is your watch showing? I have a, a new... I have a new feature on mine. I haven't figured out how to put it on the watch yet. I think I'm going to do that later today, but it is on the app. Um, They're using HRV and sleep and stress to determine a training status. So we used to look at HRV and interpret it to know when it was a good time to train or not. They now have a new feature, one of the most recent updates, gives us a whole new reading called training status, and it interprets our HRV, our sleep, and our stress, uh, and also any training we've already done. It knows if you're exerting yourself, and it tells us what would be a good day to train. So if you haven't found that on your watch, you might want to see if you've got that. Uh, do you have the the newest diesel the last one that came out with the workouts on it and the hrv and no i didn't get the diesel because i had to have all that stuff i'm a company okay. driver so and I, I, yeah. I don't need didn't need any of that, that stuff it's just the extinct two extinct two i i don't and, know for sure if they've updated that one to include this training status or not um if they have it's a really it probably, good tool it, I, on the app, it's got a one that says training readiness. Yeah, that's what that's the right word. Thank you. Training readiness. So, uh, it, yeah, it's, I mean, mine says 85 and it says status high, well recovered. But, excellent. You know, I don't know. No, what that, that's, well, what that would know, mean I, is. And I wear this watch 24 hours a day. Perfect. What that is telling you is that you do have good reserves to go hit the stress protocol hard. You're in, you're in a good position. So, you know, when you do the breathing, really do the breathing. When you do resistance training, if you're doing that, hit it hard, make it hurt. Now, you may have another day where it says, well, yeah, it's okay to train, but you're down on that lower end of it. Well, then you, you could go train that day, but take it easy. You know, don't push too hard, kind of go through the motions and, and do it but don't push really hard. And then you may wake up some mornings and it's going to say, hey, look, today's not a good day to train. And you should listen to it. Those are the days where you should meditate and be more mindful and, and go take a nice relaxing walk out in nature somewhere. But that, that indicator there will really help guide you through this stress protocol. All right. Sounds good. So that, the Teal and the PPI kit, and I think um, within about seven days of doing that, you're going to start seeing some relief. Hey, uh, I just ordered that. I ordered something yesterday afternoon. Could, it, could I get this added to that order? Could you put me back with TriCare? Maybe they can do I, that. I, of- I will. And depending on when you put the order in, our, our warehouse team is pretty on it. They, they keep putting out orders just about right up till the end of the day. Um, but if it wasn't shipped, we can absolutely get that changed. Uh, Angie, if you could, uh, help out James in Texas with that order. And I will go to South Dakota. Jamie, welcome to the program. And I'll also uh, let you know, we've got uh, 30 minutes left and I have uh, no calls after this one. So uh, if you want to jump in, join us 855-950-3835. Jamie, what's on your mind? Well, let's start with a simple 
simple thing out of snacks. Um, the reason the bill sales have gone down is because the, the cost that has doubled and yeah. tripled on just about the, everything. Doesn't that seem like a logical answer than then so many people are on Ozempic they're eating fewer snacks come on really yeah that, that's just stupidness that's what that, I it really is yeah and and I have seen not exaggerating I bet I've seen at least 10 headlines about this they're just trying to make you believe something that isn't there yep well here's to actually it pushes two of their agendas it pushes the agenda that Ozempic works, which is just ignorant. And the fact that there's nothing wrong with the economy, there's no inflation. Oh, by the way, uh, I forgot, inflation did go up again. And it went up more than what they expected it to. So we can expect another interest rate hike will probably be over 8% here soon. Yeah, isn't that wonderful? Yeah. yeah. Well, just as an example, I... I buy a beef every year, and this year I only bought half because half was the same price as a full cow was last year. Wow. Oh, that is... That's... And I, uh, you know, saved so much money on beef. I've got a couple of couple of boys. I, you know, I would give them a pretty good amount. I'd bring them some up to my mom's cabin, so we had, had stuff there when I was around. Right. Yeah, this year it was double. It doubled. Wow. Wow. But then getting to this stupid shit in the Middle East. Yes. Re- reading the book, The End of the World, um, the Bretton Woods contracts or treaty, whatever you want to call it, did kind of make us the policemen of the world. Well, it's kind of kind of what we agreed to. I know. Well, we can, we can, we can yeah. agree not to anymore, and we should. But, uh, you well, know... Uh, that's not, oh, go ahead. Let them fight it out, and we'll deal with. So let them fight it out, and we'll just we'll just go commence commerce with whoever wins. You know, here's the other crazy thing: if we go back to prior wars and conflicts, there didn't seem to be a whole lot of disagreement within our own country. Now, clearly, we always have protest when there's wars. The the Vietnam War, uh, there was a lot of protest. But the protests were more about, should we be involved at all? That's the way I remember them. And I was young then, but that's the way I remember it. It wasn't that half the country supported the communists and the, the um, Vietnamese. The, the, you know, it was a weird thing because a country was divided within itself, Vietnam, and before that, Korea that part of the world. But I don't remember us where, where a big portion of the country supported the communist re- regimes. The protests were, were all about whether we should be there or not. If we look at the, the original Middle East, you know, Iraq war, there wasn't any real support for Iraq. The protests were more about should we even be there. This time, though, there seems to be a split right down the middle of the country about who is supporting who. The, the right, for the most part, seems to be supporting Israel, and the left seems to be very strongly supporting the Palestinians. But we also have to remember it's not okay, really I'm- the Palestinians. It's Hamas. It's a terror group. Even if it is the Palestinians... 
I, I think this is the same thing that defeated Trump. The, the, the left is not supporting the Palestinians. They're supporting the opposite of what that, the right is supporting. You're right. I think, I think that's exactly right. Because all of the agendas that the left pushes, the Palestinians are against. There are no gay rights. If you're transgender, you're dead. Good point. Women have no value. You're not a a a woman in that that environment is not a person. It's a possession. She's no different than their cows. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So you wonder how anybody can support those ideas. It's gone to death. Yeah. Oh, I, I keep forgetting. I yeah. Again, I, I, I want to go back to this point. I don't want to make a big deal about it, but I think we should be aware. So earlier this week, I was posting um, these Palestinian support rallies and trying to make people understand that you're supporting Hamas right now if you support Palestine. And, and we could separate the two if you want. But how do you support this at all? And I was a, I, and I said, with all these protests starting up in our country, I said, just be prepared. Drivers especially have a plan. Keep your head on a swivel and just be aware of your surroundings. And I was immediately accused of fear mongering and supporting beheading babies. And so, so then it wasn't even a couple hours later, one of those leaders over there came out and they are proclaiming tomorrow is a day of jihad worldwide. And they are specifically targeting Americans in the United States. What, how much more of a warning do you want? And yet I'm being accused of fear mongering when I talk about this. Well, my sister's in Minneapolis, Ooh. and I, I told oh. her, I said, you know, I think you should take the day off and go to, go to the cabin. Absolutely. I said, if I'm 100% wrong, you got to take your day at the cabin. If I'm right, you're not involved in this. That's the best point right there that I want to make to people. If I'm wrong, and I might be, so what? Where's the downside if you're just prepared? But if I'm right and you're not prepared, I can tell you what the downside is. Yeah. You're in your home when they burn it down. Yeah, yeah, or... because that's what you do in Minneapolis. How how old are you, Jamie? Uh, 51. Uh, So you should remember Reginald Denny? Uh, No. Okay, maybe you are a little too young. Um, I, I don't know that I'll ever get this image out of my mind. This was the L.A. riots in the early 90s. And I can't remember. Oh, it was about the, the shooting of, um, oh, shoot, what was the big shooting case back then? Uh, or they beat the guy on the side of the road, the police did. Um, and they eventually got charged for that. But it was a big, yeah. big deal for a long time. But during the protest, Reginald Denny was a truck driver, a local truck driver. I think if I remember right, like an aggregate hauler. Uh, he was in a day cab. He got stuck in one of these protests. And they drug him out of his truck and beat him almost to death. It was horrific to watch. And I decided right that I was a local driver doing the same kind of, not aggregate, but I was doing a lot of local stuff at the same time. And I decided right then, that's never happening to me. A handgun would have changed that scenario pretty dramatically. Right. I, I carry in the truck, so I... I it's, I, yeah, in, if you don't, you are just a potential victim in today's world. You're a target out there. 
In fact, I think you're a big target. You get stuck in a, a some sort of a protest. You've got no maneuverability. There's nothing you can do to get away. And that's what happened. And they just drug him out of the truck, and he was basically helpless. There was a gang of them. And he, he, had, he probably had nothing to do with nothing. He did. He had absolutely. And the people that drug him out of the truck and beat him almost to death had nothing to do with nothing. It was just random violence. And at that point in time, it is you. It's the, the, the question is, is it me or is it them? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah. It, do I it, go home to my family because ignore, you know, just doing my job? Or do I stop these guys from going home to their family because they're doing something wrong? Correct. And if anybody, I'm, I'm sure that video is very available all over the Internet somewhere. Um, if anybody, you know, it, it's a shocking video to watch, really, is, especially if you're a driver. We had the exact same situation happen in Minneapolis after the George Floyd riots. Right. A guy drove past some barricade. They pulled him out of the truck. And I can't remember if they killed him or just yeah you know what the difference yeah, is the you know what the difference is because i don't even remember oh. that and i was watching the news all the time back then here's the difference in in the early 90s when it happened the person getting beat up by the protesters that story was major headline national news for a week or more that when now when it happens we just don't even hear about that kind of stuff you know, I think it was in with everything else at that point in time. Well, it is. I, mean, we I get that. We were having so much but... going on all around the country. Right. Just probably, probably didn't make national news. Yeah, but there was clearly a bias yeah. towards how the reporting went during all of these protests. Like, I mean, come on. Remember the, the scene with flames everywhere and people being beaten and the headline was mostly peaceful protests. It, we know there's been that kind of reporting. Exactly. It's heavily biased. Right. We've turned to supporting the people who are willing to do things all the wrong way. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and when the other stories do get buried, you know, when, when that uh, off-duty police officer was shot and killed during those riots, that it, we, we saw it, but it was buried. That should have been bigger news. Instead, we saw pictures of flames and destruction and, and groups taking over police precincts, and the headline is mostly peaceful. Yeah, they burnt down, you know, most of the whole neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. You know, just and, about all the businesses. Right? And, and ran police officers out of their own precinct. Yep. Because yeah. the police officers were told not Correct. Not no, I know. Thing. I know. Yeah, I, I don't ever blame the officers for any of this stuff. See, and that came out right away. We all knew that. So right. then why is that? Why can the, the, all those business owners not say, because a lot of them didn't get insurance because it was considered an act of terrorism and that, you know, they got writers on their policy and say they're not covered. I know. They, the, they should be able to go to the city and say, you're going to rebuild the building. Absolutely. But the city, oh, no, no, that's not our responsibility. Yeah, yeah, it, and we know why. Hey, Jamie, I'm going to cut you loose. The calls are starting to pile up on me here. And, uh, in fact, I wonder, oh, thank you, Angie. And you already turned them off because we got to watch our time. Let's go to Boston. Todd, welcome. Hey, boy, am I going to change gears. But before okay. I do, I deliver, 
I delivered to someone in, in Connecticut a few years ago, and and he was he worked inside the, the company on the dock, but he, he had a handgun, and we got into a conversation, and whatever that, that company called, I don't know what it was, anything that was probably explosive or fuel oil or something, and they they're right from the top brass of that company, they were under instruction that, because this happened once, and you might know the details, I don't, but a spontaneous roadblock block out on the interstate, and they were under orders to just ram it, if they, no matter who, let's a human chain, whatever it was, because they were going to kill you anyway, if you had a handgun or not. And I don't know if you remember that or anyone out there does, but uh, I remember yeah. it, and, and like what you said, that it was never going to happen to me. If I see it, I'm going to ram it. Yeah, you know, ramming it is, is one strategy, but it's not going to work a lot of times. I mean, it, it, all no, that no. Take, I mean, you know, think. you might be able to push one car out of your way, maybe, and keep the truck operational. You can certainly run bodies over and keep the truck operational, but it, all it takes two or three cars, and, and you're going to get stopped. Well, yeah. Well, these pop-up things that tend to be the worst form of subhumans. I don't call them animals. I call them subhumans because animals don't do anything like that. And um, but you could. You know, you could squash a few of those, and it might even help you sleep better. Um, anyway, like I said, I'm I'm going to change gears. I didn't want to talk about that okay. stuff. Um, so um, my my truck is being loaded. I found some uh, nature trails way out behind a thousand or fifteen hundred feet from where I the truck is being loaded. And I'm up here shirtless and barefoot making this call, and it's just nice. so great. Talk about vitamin G, G yeah. for gratitude, right? So and uh, so your first call got me thinking about the stress, the stress protocol, and I, and I am barefoot, and I'm getting really good at it. I don't know if I have calluses yet, but I, I, the surfaces, whether it's gravel or pebbles or, you know, it, it's just getting easier and easier, and it's always... Oh, you, um, you've got calluses, better, better. Yep. Yeah, I, I must. It, it happens quick. Yeah, quick, it does. Quick, yeah. You know, uh, yeah, it's incredible, but I, I'm reading a little bit here and there about uh, whatever you call it, grounding or earthing and free electrons and and it's like plugging your phone in at night kind of a thing, walking on the earth. And, and uh, I'm just doing that, and it's great. And I, I did it years ago. I, I, I told you once uh, I had such wicked bad, that's uh, from Boston, how huh? wicked, wicked bad <laughs> plantar fasciitis. <laughs> yeah, I remember. <laughs> you can't escape it. And, uh, and I had bought sneakers all the way, and this is 10 or 15 years ago. I bought sneakers all the way up over $200 thinking right. it was going to be some mess. Anyway, and then one day I took off those $200 sneakers and just out like um, a baby finding a breath, I just took my sneakers off. I didn't even know why I was doing it. And I, and I put them in the grass yeah. and it was like putting the you know, ice cube on a warm surface. It's like, oh my, it just, just feels good. Yeah. And, um, but I, I stopped doing it, but now I'm doing it habitually. And I think the, uh, the benefit is, is, is adding up and good. And uh, as you may or may not recall, um, whatever I have going on, uh, some kind of stress. And, you know, I am working very closely with Dr. Wolfson's office for people who don't know. I'm the guy who's posting the pictures of the raw meat. I eat the raw meat. I was eating a super low carb diet. I don't do that anymore. I'm eating some paleo fruit and so forth, but okay. we are, um, testing and we are testing and not guessing. And I got some, some really telling results, but, um, the, um, and we're targeting that with supplements and it's just a few days, but I'll tell you this, like your digestion kit, the stuff that he has me on, instantly changed you know stool from pebbles yes. and pits to proper logs overnight Excellent. you know i was already carnivore and you don't really need tissue paper on carnivore you know but 
anyway, so everything I thought was normal, but it got even better with what he's doing. But the, the reason I, I, I'm calling is... Um, real, real quick, since you, you mentioned our yeah. supplements and his, um, the, yeah. both of us, both companies, use the same uh, supplement supplier for the majority of our supplements. We do have multiple companies we buy from, but 90% of our supplements come from the same supplier. Dr. Wolfson has the same supplier, except he private labels his. We both use biotics. Right. Yeah. And he has, yep. he does have and some I, I custom will, formulations as well that are just produced by biotics. That, right. And, and perfect segue off of that is, you know, I had gone as far as I could with you and you had suggested yep. him. And this is very much based on testing. Yes. You know, this, this is $2,500 worth of blood work I had done. And, well, and so, you know, here's a great example. And I don't mean to keep interrupting you, but there, there's a lesson yeah. here. I, the, the caller today, uh, he's not doing, a, he's not call. doing mm-hmm. a discovery call or a one-on-one cause we're not doing those anymore. Um, right for right now. Uh, I'm simply yep. just working with him on the air when he calls, and we are guessing. I've talked about this before. Our our strategy is to guess, and and a lot of times it works really well. We we help a lot of people just by guessing, and we save them a lot of money. But when we get to yep. the point where we've been guessing and it's not working, then absolutely, um, Dr. Wilson's theory: test, don't guess. And yes, now it's time to, it was time to send you over there and stop guessing. But I don't mind guessing. If I can save somebody that three or four or $5,000 in testing and consultation and we can solve their problem, well, why not at least give it a shot? Hell yeah, brother. That's, that's, that's what I did. And I had to do it over again. I, I right. would do the same thing. I wouldn't spend if I didn't need to, it just doesn't make any sense. And, and that's why I, I still, obviously, maybe you know, I, I I order pretty regularly from your store. Yeah. And um, so yeah, and um, so the um, so the first caller, he's kind of what made me think about calling in. I've been because of my stress, which I can't even put a finger on, but I don't really know what it is. But I'll tell you this much: I, I think the source of it, I guess I do know now after the testing, is even though um, I'm a super clean carnivore. Uh, it turns out, according to his tests, I have some pretty serious leaky gut. I have no symptoms from it. And and not only that, on the weak Zoomer, I have a score so high that there's no number for it. It, it stops at six. And I guess it was pinned, you know, and and, um, and I just like, how the hell is that possible? Yeah, I was going to ask, have you been able to ask them why it's so high, why they think it's so high? I was on the phone with the doctor and I did ask her. And I, I don't, she didn't say, I don't know, but whatever she did say wasn't Clear. a good enough answer or I didn't understand it. Right. And I, um, I did send off a six questions yesterday and I, they have their own private email thing. And so I'm sure in my email box in their office, I'll, I'll have an answer. Yeah. But, Let you us know, know, but if I, you had I, Dr. Wolfson, I yeah. do want to address that because this is what the point I was trying to get across. We always have to look at the traditional stressors. But we also have to realize it could be one single food in our diet causing more stress. And and that might be the one thing that pushes you right over the top. And it can sometimes be really healthy foods that we recommend. The one big one, well, two, that, that a lot of people eat on a carnivore diet are eggs and dairy. 
eggs can be very yep. reactive to people, and so can dairy. They and, be and, and even if they they're healthy, dairy. Um, we have to understand that sometimes you have to cut out eggs until we can get that taken care of. The other thing I want to address, um, you, you said you've got a pretty bad case of leaky gut with no symptoms. Leaky gut has no symptoms. It is not a digestive disorder that you feel. The only evidence of leaky gut is either we test like this to look for zonulin levels or something like that, or we see the results of the leaky gut in uh, some sort of autoimmune condition. But we don't feel leaky gut. And that is a big misnomer. People think that leaky gut is kind of like diarrhea or no, there's no digestive symptom whatsoever of leaky gut. I'll tell you, I have a suspicion that there is a symptom. I don't know. I'm just, it's just me supposing that I have um, a, um, a Jekyll and Hyde kind of my, I'll be in such a good mood. Even today, I almost didn't call in because like, do I have the energy? Do I have the proper mood? And all of a sudden, it will start to, to tank. And, and since I started with Dr. Wolfson Supplements about three or four days ago, it has been a huge um, improvement. Good. But Good. I, I've had this. And I thought, is this all my life? Yeah. I thought, is this all my life? Is this what it's been? Is a leaky gut? Because it's, it's difficult for people, now, even the people who love so me, to be here. Like, let me clarify a couple things, yeah. though. I know you were supposing yeah. there, and that's good. That's how we should be. We should be thinking about these things and trying to figure them out. Um, you're on the wrong track yep. with this one. The leaky gut okay. does not affect mood unless it okay. you're, un, unless your autoimmune condition is something along the lines of thyroid-related. Then it will be the thyroid condition causing the mood issues what you're more likely experiencing and it will still get better with the treatment is dysbiosis. You've got a bad mix of gut bacteria and it's gut bacteria that determines our moods. Yeah. I, I, uh, yeah, I, I, I know enough to know that. And that is right. I just like, I, yeah, you're right. I was just supposing, but I will say this, that the, <laughs> this is the reason I was calling it had to do with the, the uh, vagus nerve and the parasympathetic and the sympathetic. And I, I just know, um, I think I know, you know, it runs into the whole thoracic cavity stomach. And I, I just thought somehow that was related and it has me sympathetic mode, so to speak, which I guess is the worst of the two, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah. it seems backwards. Sympathetic seems better, but it, it's totally not. does. Yeah. yeah, I know. That word always confused me. I always got them backwards till I finally figured it out. Yeah, the, the leaky gut can affect mood down the line through other mechanisms, but, but there isn't any real direct correlation between leaky gut and mood. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's any, either way, it's, it's getting solved uh, based on these supplements and, um, Correct. you know, I, I, I encourage people if they, if they go that far with you and they do the one-on-ones hey, and they can't. Hey, Todd, I'm going to cut you loose. I just, I just looked at the clock and realized I got two more calls uh, and I want to make sure I get to them. Let's go to Ohio. Bob, it's your turn. Well, I have two statements. I'm going to back up a little bit. Two statements. I can call you on another time on stomach acid. The two statements were, is one, the one guy was talking about grounding, walking around in the ground. 
I went to Amazon and bought some screen with some wire and some blank adapters for plugins in the wall. And then I soldered uh, the wires together uh, on the screen, put it across the base of the bed, you know, duct tape around the edges of the screen so you don't cut your feet up. But I'll tell you what, that's a way of grounding yeah. if you don't have the time to walk around on green grass. Nice, nice DIY and the other job one, there. Yep. Yeah. And the other one is the Ozempic. You know why Ozempic is working so well? Why? Because the prices of like pork rinds went from a dollar ninety nine to four ninety nine. Nobody s- can afford it anymore. You know, when I saw the first headline, I thought it was probably from the Babylon Bee. I thought it was satire because it, it, it when I when I read it, I thought, oh come on, who came up with this crazy idea? But. Yeah, you're right. It, 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 again, it's just more of the gaslighting that goes on in our media. Right. And I'll, I'll pass on the stomach acid one because it's going to require more than a couple of minutes. Got it. Okay. We can get to it tomorrow oh. if you want. On the uh, first hour tomorrow will be a free-for-all, so we could certainly do it then. Thank you for that, by the way. Let's go to Texas. Dwight, welcome. Hey, good morning, Kevin. Um, yeah, I called about the Nutri-Q. I had set one off and... Didn't get it and uh, was kind of asking and Angie and you answered some of the questions about there won't be any one-on-ones for a while. But anyway, uh, so I think she sent you that Nuchku. I was just going to see me, what you uh, thought about uh, it. and Yeah, let me take a look. Um, yeah, w- without the discovery calls and the one-on-ones, we're, we're going to you know put some things in place to help make up for that. We'll do more of them on the air like this. And the group coaching program right. coming up will will really be um, the best solution for that. In fact, I think we may just stick with this model going forward. Uh, let me check right. this. Oh, oh, what is going yeah. on? Um, tell me about your diet. Well, uh, my diet should be good. I'm... Uh, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm clean. I, I mean, I'm how, how grass, long? grass-fed everything. How, how long? Oh, uh, well, since before the uh, – well, I had got started right before the last CMC, and uh, and uh, ever since uh, CMC, it's just been a steady downhill. Uh, because back then, that last Nutsku wasn't too bad. I mean, digestion wasn't bad. Everything was good. So, so um, here's what I've got to tell you. And it's just gone downhill. Here, here's what I've got to tell you. We have seen, I've talked about this a lot, we have seen people who are strict on their diet over the last eight or nine years. In the last three, we've seen them backslide some. Talked about it a lot. And, and we verified that their diet really hasn't changed. But I've got to tell you this. I have never, ever seen a Nutri-Q as bad as yours when somebody was even on a reasonably clean diet. Didn't have to be strict. In fact, if all somebody ever did was eliminate grains out of their diet, I've never seen a Nutri-Q this bad. I'm stumped just looking at this unless you have some idea on why it's so bad. Uh, it is stress. It is stress. I see all that. I see all the markers of stress, and they are through the roof. I, you know, I'm grass-fed. Um, I mean, we buy the, the, you know, the best so, of, so of here, everything. Here's, here's, um, here's, let me, let me, 
thyroid, pituitary, adrenal, those are hard to interpret sometimes without digging deeper. Um, Huge stress is what that indicates, plus a lot of other things. That will affect digestion, so I, I could maybe explain why the digestion looks bad. Here's one that never, ever makes sense in the face of a clean diet like what you're talking. Your sugar handling is above the top line. That that is almost impossible when somebody is eating low carb. I, I've never seen st- stress can cause some blood sugar issues, but I've never seen stress cause anything like this. Here's what I recommend. Um, you should call either tomorrow in the first hour when I've got a little more time um, or next Wednesday and we'll spend lots of time on it. But the group coaching program is going to be what you need. You're not going to figure this one out on your own. I'm not even sure how I'm going to figure this one out unless I dig deeper and and something jumps out that's obvious. Well, I I pretty well knew what you were going to find because I I do have the Garmin diesel and uh, yeah, it's a it's a mess too. If you well, that would help. That Uh, would help when we have more time. Um, You can send me your reports. So I can look at what's going on there because that's really good data for me to look at. Okay, I'll 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 figure I'll try to figure that out. I'll I don't know how to do it, but I'll I'll work on that. Um, from, okay, from, well, you won't do it from the watch itself. You'll be doing it from the phone, or oh yeah, if you have right. a laptop, right. you can log into the Garmin site from your laptop and forward the reports from there. Yeah. Yeah, my my iPad's down right now, but but yes, I do everything from the app. I I, yeah, I can't can, get this. I can't get this watch for nothing. The, the setting up all the detail on the watches is, is difficult. You've really got to go through the manual. Is the only way to do it. I had to use the manual to get through it all. Um, but you'll be able to send the reports right from the app. It's it's not hard at all. Uh, and that would be good data. Um, you, you look like a very interesting case. Yeah. Well, I, I I've been saying so. Yeah, we can we can kind of look at this, and then I'm I'm also thinking or see what you think. Um, I'm almost thinking I'm almost going to have to pull the plug and just uh, go to Wolfson and and get the uh, get you, the blood work done. You and, may, but you know, you may. Let Let's give it a good shot without that, if you're willing. In just a week or two. I mean, if we can't, if I can get all the data and I can't figure this out in a week or two, then that's going to be my recommendation as well. But if you're willing, let let me take a look at as much as I can get my hands on and see if something jumps out. All right. Well, I'll, I'll work on this uh, watch deal and um, and uh, we'll call back later. Uh, oh, so. uh, Sarah just reminded me of something that would be really, really good for you. Thank you, Sarah. Um, would you be willing to um, get and wear a CGM? Uh, yeah, I would. I, I, I would. Check out. Uh, actually, I, I should have already done it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I'm but, glad Sarah reminded me. That's a really good idea. Um, check out what, Nutrisense. What, what's her name? Sarah. Nutrisense. Yeah. Sarah's, uh, Vic and Sarah are, are an owner-operator team, been tribe members forever. Sarah uh, is oh, actually... Yeah. Sarah's one of our NTPs. Sarah's been through the NTP program, yeah. and she helps us out a lot. And and she does it from on no, the road. No, no, so yeah. we, we get that perspective of what it's like to do all of this on the road. She ferments on the road. She makes yogurt on the road. She does all of that stuff. 
Right. Yeah, no, I met Sarah at the CMC. Oh, we yeah. talked. Good. And, uh, yeah, she had her little booth there and yeah. uh, got some good ideas. So, yeah, yeah, I met so, there. So check out NutriSense. So the website is NutriSense.io. Um, we do, we uh, don't have any kind of formal partnership with them. We work pretty closely with them and we certainly recommend them. Um, but you will go through them to get your CGM and you're only going to need it for a month. I mean, take, take the program yeah, that, that yeah. you only have it for a month. You'll get two sensors. Um, cause each sensor lasts two weeks and we will be able to figure it out within the first two weeks anyway. So, um, uh, so, so blood sugar is a problem. Blood sugar so, is a problem. Right. And I, I will tell you this. I have never seen blood sugar issues like this with somebody that was eating a clean diet ever. So something is really, the, um, something's really wrong here. That's why I'm thinking I may find it. I, I may see something that jumps out at me. Well, um, um, uh, you know, it's that uh, right now. And I just switched to this, but it's that, um, I'm doing uh, so that I can eat as I drive more. My wife's doing me these tacos, burritos, whatever you want to call it. But uh, it's our own eggs and grass-fed beef and chicken. With and but she does that. What is that brand? Siete. Yeah, Siete. The uh, tortillas. Yeah, a, a couple of Siete yeah, tortillas yeah. here and there are not going to do this to your blood sugar. I eat quite a few of those. Okay. Mexican food's well, one I of do my too. favorites, and I, I eat. I eat those taco shells quite often. I eat white rice. I eat potatoes. Uh, I eat fruit. I eat honey. And my blood sugar is nowhere near what's going on with yours. Yeah. Well, there's a, uh, I, 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 do, I do about 18 of these tacos in a four-day run. What? So that may be too much. That's too much. Right. Yeah, that's too much. That's too much. Okay. Now, that, that, has, uh, that has just started in the last, Three or four weeks. That's so almost, that really, that's I almost really five tacos it. a day. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's yep. way five too much. I, I don't even, when I say I eat them quite often, I don't eat five a week though. Right. Well, and we just started this three weeks ago. Yeah. So stop it. This was probably even, see, that was now, here, before. So, see, that NutriQ was done before. Yeah, well, stop okay. it because this, this is going to make things worse, okay. not better. Um, which ones are, well, okay. it doesn't matter because both cassava and almond ah. are also high in oxalates. Yeah. You, you could create yeah. an oxalate issue from all of those. Well, and I think I'm getting that too because I'm overdoing the the uh, uh, the beet juice. Uh, Stop it! I'm I'm doing that. Um, All right, so because I'm I'm doing two of those drinks a day. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna the drinks. Uh, cut that back to one for right okay. now. One one's we right. usually get quite a few benefits from one, and with your other issues going on, I wouldn't do two of that right now. Um, I am going to cut you loose. We got to get to the okay. Becketts. Um, check okay. out check out NutriSense uh, uh, and figure out how to get me your reports. And then, like I said, we could continue this tomorrow in the first hour. Um, and certainly Wednesdays are always a good day for this. Uh, we're going to wrap this up. We will be right back with Rolling Toe. Don't go away. Uh, we'll be back here tomorrow for a free-for-all and then trucking technology and efficiency. We'll see you then. Be safe. Be profitable, be fit and healthy, always. 
do the hard work and master the journey.